Welcome to Data-Driven Selling by the Sales Insights Lab, the podcast that helps reps and business owners generate more meetings and close more sales at higher prices. One of the biggest challenges that I see salespeople facing over and over and over again is that they just simply don't have enough appointments on their calendar in order to be successful in the first place. Having a calendar that is chock full of appointments is really the first key to being successful. Now, we have to be able to close those deals and we have to be effective in actually our sales process to make sure that we're going to make sure that some of those become sales. But the first step is just getting the appointments in the first place. Getting that initial appointment is like the gold standard of your first step to success in sales. I'm going to show you setting an appointment in sales with any customer. Check it out. Number one, only set appointments with your ideal prospects. So in a lot of ways, the title of this video is almost flawed, right? Because we actually don't want to set an appointment with any customer. We want to set an appointment with the right people, the people that are most likely to be a great fit. Because I see a lot of salespeople who actually have full calendars with tons of appointments, but they're just not the right people. The first thing is that we want to make sure that we're only targeting our ideal prospects. And so that means taking a step back and thinking to yourself, who do you want to be having conversations with? If you could get in front of any type of person, who would that be? What would they look like? What what types of traits do they have? What's the geography? What are the concerns? What are the challenges that they have? Getting really clear on your ideal prospect is so important. And at the same time, we also want to get clear on who is not your ideal prospect. Who are people or organizations that are absolutely not going to be a fit for what you do? So you can already take them off the list and you can basically pre-disqualify them before you're even on the phone. That's really important as well because we're going to save ourselves a lot of time and effort and pain by not doing anything with the people that are not going to be a fit. And instead, we're only going to focus on scheduling appointments with people that actually are a good fit, are ideal prospects. Number two, create an outreach machine. Now, we live in a world where there are just so many incredible tools that allow us to really automate a lot of our outreach process. Now, I'm not saying that there's no need for any human interaction in outreach. Of course there is. But we can systematize and automate a lot of that outreach. There are so many systems now that allow us to hold our whole campaign together with email, and then they're going to give us tasks to make calls, and we've got power dialers. We can use social media, we can send texts. And so creating that machine, whether it's fully automated or run by you, it's fine, but you want to make sure that you create that machine, that whole process of what are all of the steps along the way that you're going to want to take any prospect through to ultimately get that relationship to warm up. So that way, by the time you get them on the phone, they already have an idea of who you are and what kind of value you could offer them. Number three, focus on what your prospect actually cares about. Now, you're probably thinking, well, 
duh, that's obvious. Of course, I'm going to focus on what they care about. But what's crazy is that most salespeople don't do that. It's really insane when you think about it. But most salespeople think about their copy and their scripting from the perspective of the organization that they represent. They're starting from the place of what do I want to sell and how do I get them to buy it as opposed to thinking, well, what are the challenges that this prospect has? What do they care about? What are the concerns that they have? What are the goals? What are the objectives that they're looking to accomplish? And creating your outreach strategy, your copy, your scripting based on what they actually care about. We have to be able to speak our prospect's language. It's not their job to kind of figure out how they can fit our offering into their world. It's our job to figure out how our offering is going to improve their world. That is on us. So all of our outreach needs to be focused on them. What are the key challenges that we can really help them with and ultimately help them accomplish their goals? Number four, have a kick-ass call to action. Now, this is one of my big passions recently where I just see so many salespeople when they're doing outreach, they're doing some version of, hey, I'd love to get on a phone call with you to learn more about your business so that way, you know, we can determine whether we're a fit. And I just think to myself, what executive or what prospect on the planet would consider that an attractive proposition to teach some random salesperson about their business so that way they can get on a call and just kind of have some weird, unclear conversation. We need to, when we're reaching out to our prospects, we need to come in with a call to action that is kick ass. We need something that is really enticing, something that sounds really useful to the prospect. It's not just getting on a phone call with you. While your friends and family may be really excited to get on a phone call with you, I can promise you, your prospects do not. They don't want to get on the phone with you. In fact, getting on the phone with any salesperson is inherently a awkward and in some cases painful situation because they know that there's going to be some confrontation at the end if they choose not to buy. That's why people tend not to want to engage with salespeople in the first place. So we need a kick-ass call to action in our emails, in our phone outreach, in our social outreach, whatever it is that we're doing to make sure that there's a real reason to get on the phone with us. There's a real reason to engage with us that's based on what they want and not what we're trying to sell. Number five, make a recommendation. So this is the part of the conversation where now we've actually got them on the phone and the conversation has gone well and now it's time to actually schedule the appointment. Now, a lot of salespeople do some really cheesy old school stuff like, hey, you know, I'll be in your area on Tuesday or Thursday next week. What's better for you? Or, you know, they'll do these like weird kind of like sneaky ways to try to get an appointment. But the reality is, is that everyone knows what the deal is. So we've got to ultimately schedule the appointment. And the way we do that is through the process of making a recommendation. This is where we're firm. This is where we're strong. So making a recommendation might sound something like you've had a good conversation and now it's along the lines of, George, can I make a recommendation? And assuming the conversation's gone well, they'll say, sure. And you say, okay, great. So why don't we schedule a conversation where we can go more deeply into this conversation and I can share with you some of the best practices that we're seeing and blah, blah, blah. Does that make sense? This is the point where you want to be really strong in your recommendation because 
if you're strong and you're leading them there, they're going to be much more inclined to say yes to that. So we've got to make that firm but you know, reasonable recommendation to set that next step. That's how we actually lock in the appointment. Number six, be firm. So this kind of builds off of what we just talked about with the recommendation, where I find that a lot of salespeople start to get really uncomfortable when they're trying to turn a conversation into an appointment. It's like that place where they just get like really soft and they say words like, oh, kind of, and you know, maybe we could try this. Or We've got to be really firm at the point of scheduling the appointment. This is where the prospect needs leadership. We need to direct them in our process. So up front, you know, we're not trying to to be pushy or aggressive necessarily, but we've got to be firm. And that's why a script is really powerful because the more we're scripting out our process, the more we're not focused on what we're going to say next, but instead we're just focused on the process. And so having a firm recommendation and really sticking to it and quite frankly, expecting that there might be some pushback from them, the more firm we are, the more likely we ultimately are to actually scheduling the appointment. Number seven, have contingencies. So this again builds off of this idea that when we're prospecting, we're on the phone with a stranger who doesn't know us, they're almost like a bucking bronco, right? They're just trying to get us off their back. And you know, even if they feel like we, we could be good for them or for their organization, there's still this natural tendency to want to just end conversations with salespeople. And so there are some really common things that prospects tend to say to salespeople, particularly in cold interactions, that are aimed at just ending the interaction. Things like, you know what, this actually isn't a good time, could you try me in a couple of weeks? Or, you know, I'm busy right now, can you try me later? Or, I really don't have time for this, or, you know, whatever whatever the particular reason that they're just trying to get off the phone is. And that's where we want to have contingencies in place, which are basically just prepared lines to use on very likely objections or very likely pushback or rebuttals to what they're saying. And so a contingency on someone who's like, you know what, I don't really have time might sound something along the lines of, you know what, George, sounds like you're really busy. Would it be okay if I just took 30 seconds, told you why I called? And if after doesn't make sense, we could just hang up. Does that sound fair? Having a contingency like that where we're just getting that next 30 seconds is really key to keeping the conversation going. Having it all in place and really scripted out and prepared and role played is going to make your outreach so much more effective and so much more likely to ultimately lead to an appointment. So there is setting an appointment in sales with any customer. Thanks for listening. Want more tactical advice on selling? Register for our free video training on the five-step formula to closing more deals without price pushback, think it overs, or ghosting. Simply visit closing.training to get instant access. That's closing.training to get instant access.